Hey, Costa. So where are we today, Father Dave? We are in Long Beach, California. So the two years in a row we've gone on the road, and we had students with us last year in Indianapolis for the National Catholic Youth Conference. And I've, I've come a long way, because last year you asked me what NCYC stood for, and it was about one in the morning when we were recording. I, didn't, I couldn't say what it was. <laughs> That's right. I remember that. We were delirious, and we were trying to do the first week of Advent podcast there that same night. That's right. Uh, so we're much better off, and we're, it's actually the middle of the day here, which is which is kind of nice. And um, we are in Long Beach, California. So the um, Indianapolis was great, but this weather is so much better. Oh, it's fantastic! Yeah, you go it is without a jacket, so nobody can complain. But it's a conference that uh, the um, is put on every. It was every two years. Now it seems like it's going to be every year. Uh, they got the West that's what Coast it seems like now. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. just fantastic speakers, fantastic musicians. And um, one of the things that impressed me the last two times we went to Indianapolis and, and also here in Long Beach as well is the attention to detail. They, they really Always. present this beautiful model of what the church can be. And they don't just don't, they don't throw it at the kids. They're, no. The, the, the detail of the sound, the detail of the visuals, the audios, everything is The speakers. Is the speakers yeah. are yeah. top notch. Yeah. And, and it's, all, it's, it's geared to kids. And then, but, but I think Chica, who was one of the, the co-hosts this morning, was saying that even though it's geared towards high school students, it, it, it reaches all of us. Oh, yeah. No, that's, that's what I love, too, because it's the, it's the, uh, the gospel message just broken down into its simplest form. Uh, for everybody to be able to relate to. And it's just good for us as adults to hear it on that level as well. Were you moved this morning when they blessed the ministers? <laughs> oh, I started crying like a baby. Yeah. But I'll get into that as to like why. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That, was, that was very cool. Yeah. Last year we had students on with us, and we are very blessed to, to have them again. No, we're um, not. I don't like these kids. I don't. I don't. I didn't like last year's group. I don't like this year's group. I don't like kids. I'm so Right Why now. should you be offended, Ken? Because I was there last year and this year. <laughs> oh, oh, that's right. <laughs> You're just telling me you hate me. What? That's what you took from that. Because <laughs> that's what you meant. Ken, so says the man you, who just broke his mic. Yeah, he literally broke his mic stand. <laughs> no, I'm just trying to get a better handle on things. You still, you broke it. You still broke it. And you were complaining wow. before we started about how you didn't want to break it. That, but, you know I, what? I, 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 think I think it's time for Ken's, Ken's to leave now. It's, no! Her time is up. I love Kenzie. Why, Why don't you introduce yourself? Because we don't really want to hear from Katie yet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love Katie. I don't know about you, love but... You, introduce yourself so that the people okay, can Okay, I'm sorry. You. Hi, I'm Mackenzie. I don't know what I was saying. Oh, um, my God. This is my second year coming to, going to NCYC. I was on the podcast last year, too. Do you have a last name? Oh, my last name's Petty. Oh, okay. Because you are Petty. Sorry, it's so true. I didn't set you up with this question, but you have, you do, and, and Liz is coming on in a few minutes. You guys have a, a unique perspective having seen it last year. Uh, have you noticed any differences? Is it a different feel? Um, is it, and you're different because we're always different than we were the day before even, and now it's a year later. Preach. Um, what, are you, what are you seeing or hearing differently this year? Um, I don't know. I think it's, like, in my opinion, I feel like it's a lot different from last year. I don't know if it's just because, like, we're in a different place doing it or, like, because, like, last year we were, like, in the stadium and stuff. And I felt like that was just, like, and there were so many more people there 
Like, I feel like there's, like, nobody here this year. <laughs> that is a great point. I think last year about uh, 20,000? Yeah, it was 20,000. Yeah, and this year's only a couple. Well, two to 3,000, which yeah. is that <clears throat> a big difference. Yeah, yeah. It's a smaller convention center compared to the, the dome where the Indianapolis Colts play. I never remember the name of that place. Lucas Oil Stadium. Lucas Oil Stadium. So that's Lucas Williams Stadium. Yeah. Um, so that Lucas Williams Stadium. Um, is there anything you, you felt uh, content-wise was, was different? I liked, I liked the, the concert, concert the first night better last year. You did. There were, there were multiple LaCrae, singers. Right? There were, yeah, Lecrae. Lecrae. I still listen to him to this mm-hmm. day. Yep. That one that song that he sang. Say. I don't remember what it was called, but <laughs> I, I don't remember. I think it's called <laughs> Broke. I don't know. That's okay. <laughs> and Kate, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Katie. This is my first year at NCYC. Oh, Katie Mulvihill. First year at NCYC. <laughs> and a senior. And I'm a senior. Oh, yeah, we're, yeah, both, we're both seniors. seniors. Woo, okay. Class 2023. <laughs> what, what have you noticed since you've been here? Anything that has stood out to you? So, like I said, this um, this is my first year at NCYC, so I do like a little different perspective than Ken's. But, like, I don't know, just seeing everyone come together and that whole, like, sense of community. Like, I've had random people come up to me and just, like, talk to me. I kind of feel like, I don't know, just being people who are like, willing to do that and just willing to share their faith with others. I really like that. And, like, seeing all the people who can get on the stage, especially, like, those 12 um, students who like, went to Rome and met the Pope, I thought that was a really special thing because I know, like, a lot of kids these days, it's, like, hard to do stuff like that. Just seeing how, like, dedicated they were to their faith, it, I feel like it was really like, powerful. And it, it's really fun. Uh, you guys have been talking about that a lot because you're meeting people from all over the country, right? Mm-hmm. Who, what's, what's some of the groups or some of the groups of kids you've met from where? I've met people from Montana. Oh, Montana. And Utah. And Utah. Montana, Utah, Hawaii. Hawaii. um, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Philadelphia is in Pennsylvania. I was going to say Philadelphia. Where else have we met? Um, I'm surprised (laughs) we're not the only East Coast school here. Exactly. Holy Trinity. Father Dave said other people from Brooklyn. Really? Yeah, Yeah. Brooklyn, uh, Jersey. Oh, I've like from like near us, I've only met Pennsylvania. I see a lot of Texas sweatshirts around. A lot of Texas. A lot of Texas. Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Las Vegas. We heard about that. I didn't, I didn't meet them, them, but somebody, somebody pointed out to them in the crowd last nice. night. I saw some Vegas. Nice. Um, I don't know. What do you have a takeaway moment? A takeaway moment. Kenzie, you go first. I gotta think. Um. Uh, the first thing when you go home, mom and dad say, "How was it?" What's the first thing you're telling them? I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell them about this morning when we were all standing there swaying while we were doing the thing. That's with the youth ministers. ministers. That was that like. Was like how we were just standing there all like holding each other and swaying like in singing it was just i don't know i felt so at home in peace um i really liked so like music is like a big thing to me like music has always played like a very big part in my life so like the first night the concert i I had no idea we were going to this like full-blown concert people are jumping up and down it was like like we're recording like a Jesus. Rave. Like I was like, "Come on, club, Katie, right? like jump!" What? It's like you're walking into a club. No, literally, we're calling it the Jesus rave. Yeah. No, yeah, Wait, that's Jesus what me and Maggie rave. Mulaney call it <laughs> since no, last year. Yeah. We call it the Jesus but rave. But like, here's the thing. So like, Montana, like love hate relationship with them at the moment. But like, Montana. Montana. Oh my goodness, don't do get me. Do I st- want to know why? Montana's, Montana's fake. fake. It doesn't exist. Truth. Um, and this and kid says he's from there, but it doesn't exist. So how is he from there? You gotta talk to Madeline about that. She might have a different opinion. But continue. We'll discuss that later. But anywho, like. All of a sudden, he just turns around and starts talking to us. And, like, we're jumping up and down. And I'm, like, dancing and singing with this guy I met maybe, like, 30 seconds ago. And then all his <laughs> friends start joining us. And, like, it was so cool. And I'm just, like, jumping up and down, singing the words of songs. Like, I don't know. And it was, like, the same thing this morning with, like, the mosh pit near, like, the barricade. Mosh pit. It was so fun. And, like, I was just, like, jumping next to people, like, high-fiving them. And then, like, again, like Ken said, the moment where, like, we all just put our arms around each other. It's really nice because, like... We do just have like a few more months left together. So having that one moment where we can be very vulnerable with each other, mm-hmm. it felt very, very powerful. 
What it, it, it's a beautiful thing. We were talking about this a little bit yesterday that you have the ability to just be yourselves. Mm-hmm. You don't exactly. really have to be on here. Exactly. We're wearing these name tags that say NCYC on them, and then you, when you see <coughs> someone with this tag, you immediately identify. That's probably someone I could talk to because they're probably in some way similar to me. Everyone's just so nice here. It doesn't matter who you are or where you come from. It's like you're just you're accepted no matter who you are. It's just so nice. I agree. We still have a good, you know, a good time left here. We have a, a we're going to see a, a fantastic speaker later on, Mark Hart, who is Mark from Life Team. Yeah, who is astonishing, amazing, funny, really, really good content. And then I'm going to do a little plug here. We're going to see also the Sarah Kroger Band. <gasps> I love that. The cool thing about that is Sarah and her band is coming to our school on December 7th for a concert, and then a concert for the students on December 8th. Um, so if you are listening to this in, in the area of St. John's, okay. December 7th at 7 p.m., it's $10 to get in, and it's it's like some of the best music. This is not like a garage band you're hearing. This is These Woo. are people that record in Nashville. Mm-hmm. You know, we're yeah, really these are, these, this is a real deal. deal. So you Nashville. guys are going to meet them later, which would be cool. Yeah. yeah. Me and Liz met her last year at the concert. Oh, right. Because you, got, you, took, us, you yes. took us and Liz. That's right, yeah. So it will be something similar, just a lot bigger. Yeah, because school. Was it, uh, was it uh, girls? Was, is it um, is it pretty cool to be able to see this many people? At least, even though it's scaled down from last year, Ken's. Uh, is it nice to be able to see this many people uh, coming together, like your age, together, being yeah. able to pray together, be able to like hang yeah. out together? Most definitely, because I know we go to like Catholic school, so obviously, like we are surrounded by people all day. But like in this sense, it's more like. We go to school every day. We have to go to school every day. Right. In the sense that, like... And you have to pray every day. True. In the school, yeah. Um, But the fact that, like, these people, like, they weren't, like, forced. Nobody's forced, (laughs) right? No. Everyone just seems, like, genuinely just excited to be there. And, like, looking around during, like, the times of worship, like, and seeing the people, like, how they were praising God, like, all their... The different unique ways, it puts everything into perspective. It It was really cool seeing all these people come out and, like, worship God in their own way and have their own like intentions. Like I saw one girl break down crying during one of the prayers and it looked like such a beautiful, like powerful moment for her. It was just mm-hmm. so nice to see how it touched her. Yeah. 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 And people have been encouraged to do that. Just kind of be yourself. And, and one of the prevailing messages is like life is not perfect. And there are times it's going to be really, really hard, you know, and there's nothing that we can do on our own to overcome that. We can just kind of give it to Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a, there's this beautiful like connection and like strength in numbers, right? Mm-hmm. Like, to be able to see that many people together, like, praying, it kind of lets the guards down from, like, when we're in school, right? I agree. Yeah, it's not like at school where, like, you're forced to be there. Like, right. Like, when you have to go to Mass or else you can't go to after school. Like, we're ambassadors. We can't say this. We're ambassadors. We, have to, we can't be saying something. Yeah, you can't. I'm so sorry. Oh, we're being honest. I'm so sorry, Mr. Centora. <laughs> if you're listening, which he's probably not. Sorry, but, um, yeah, it's just so, cause like, I don't know. It's just so nice to like, everyone wants to be there and everyone wants to be praying. Everyone wants to be singing and like, yeah. the singing is so fun. The singing I love really St. And my dad's Nobody sings awesome. St. John's. Just me. Father it's Dave me. was busting it down over there. I saw him. He was breaking <laughs> he was, the dance He was dancing. He was dancing. He was dancing. I mean, you, you do have moves. I'm, I'm impressed Janet, by Listen, really? I, a little bit. You know, yeah, I don't I like don't to show like up too much, you know? Yeah. Thank you. Because otherwise they'll feel bad, you know? Shay Wallace wants me to get a video of you dancing. Name drop. See, now Shay Wallace has a shout out on the podcast. Wow. And she'll love me for that. She will. She definitely will. She already loves me. But no, I think you have to give with the talent show next week, and I think you should really show everyone your. Your, your sick moves, Father Dave. Your sick moves. You He'll could, be on the basketball could, court. You could break it down. You could do, 
boss move. <laughs> thank you so much for, for doing this. And of course. It's, it's yes. always a thank you for having us. Vulnerability for you know coming and speaking, but we appreciate it. So, of course, I had thanks. so much fun. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, girls. Thanks, girls. Thank you. Thanks. So, Father Day, we have a few uh, few more days here. A few more hours here, not more. A few days. more days. We're going, we're going back tomorrow. <laughs> guys, Costa's been in the clouds lately. I've been carrying him in campus guys, ministry. Uh, we have two, two more students here, so why don't you guys, uh, Liz and Brendan, introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Liz. I'm a senior. Liz, do you have a last name? Besson. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> and also in Indianapolis with us last year? Yes. She's yeah, so a curious, veteran. What, what, are, what are some of the differences that you've seen? Well, it is a lot smaller than last year. Um, it's definitely a different vibe because I think it's a lot nicer here. And it's just like... What, what makes it nicer? What Like specifically what? Like it's not as cold. <laughs> like it says it's cold, but like it's in the sun. And I think that's what brightens everyone's mood. It's like we don't have to bundle up and take off our like jackets and stuff. And like it's a lot smaller, so it feels like more... Inclusive to everybody, and the hotel is a lot closer to the mm-hmm. convention, which is nice too. It's yeah. a little yeah. bit shorter walk. Now, you—I mean—you're a different person than you were mm-hmm. a year ago. Obviously, is there anything that you've heard differently, or reflected on differently, or thought maybe if I heard that last year, I might not as, as much out of it? Um, I think last year, I was just doing it because it was like my first plane ride, and I was just, okay, and I was supposed to go to Spain. So I think that was like I wasn't wait, like. Wait, wait, wait. So you were supposed to go to Spain, so you chose Indianapolis instead. No, I was supposed to go to Spain, and Indianapolis was like a test plane ride. Oh, oh gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. See if it, it was a test run. run. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She didn't actually so want to hang out with us. She, she was really. Using Mother Dave. Yeah, she just she was using, just Mother using Dave. us, <laughs> like usual. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody does. I wasn't aware of this. You may need to take off the headset now. <laughs> <laughs> but finish. I cut you off. I'm and. Sorry. I was, like, kind of, like, I wasn't in the mindset of what it would be. But then this year, I was coming back, like, with a real purpose. And I saw California, and I was, like, I would love to do that again. I would love to do it in California. Because I've always wanted to come here. And doing it for this reason, like, feels right in a way. It just feels like it's working, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this has been tremendous because of the, the extra time we needed for travel. We've actually been able to do a few touristy things. Go to Santa right. Monica and Venice Beach the other day. Yeah, we hit up Muscle Beach, Beach. Yes. Uh, the exactly. other day. Oh, there yeah. are so many muscles. <laughs> Did you, by the way, you and I haven't really spoken much in the last few days, which, is, that's, which has been it's nice. Strategic. Strategic. Yeah. It's strategic. It's strategic. Just stay did, away you, from did you find that basketball player you're looking for? No, no I didn't no, find, I didn't the, find the professor. He wasn't there. Uh, but, uh, but but they but said they that said he that usually uh, is there, so he might be torn around or doing some stuff. Was it kind of cool to be where he normally is? Definitely. Why do you explain who he is? So you're not being <laughs> well, the professor is a guy that I had been following for the last twenty years. And you what, you've seen him on YouTube. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, he he was he first started on those N one uh, tournaments uh, back in the late nineties, early two thousands. So I always just followed this guy because, uh, like, he's just excellent. With like he was the guy that I wanted to like model my game after, and then like then he kind of disappeared for a little bit, and then he kind of resurfaced, and he, he does a lot of I guess he lives in this area because like at least at uh, Venice Beach because he goes there and challenges like people uh, people can challenge him. He, so people go there just just to specifically to, to challenge him and play against him. They lose all the time for the most part. Yeah, for the most part. You would win against him. 20 years, 20 years ago, ago, I would have loved to do that. 
but now, now no, he would have owned me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sorry I didn't get to see him. This is what it's like working with Father Dave. I should tell you this, though. And I think Madalena, our other campus minister, would chime in as, you know, we, we have this trip planned. We, we rent buses. <laughs> we, we make all these specific plans. Be at this time. We're, we're very schedule regimented. Yes. Yes, right? <laughs> and so we're at Santa Monica today, and he goes, how do you guys feel about if we go to Venice Beach for a while? <laughs> I've, I've always wanted to go. It's my life goal, not to see Jesus, but to see the professor. <laughs> and like, how do you say no to that? Like, yeah, fine. Let's just blow up the day's itinerary and go see this guy that, you know. And then, like, what I had to do was, like, really work it behind his back because I went, after everybody got off the bus, I asked the bus driver, how how close are we to Venice Beach from Santa Monica? He goes, 10 minutes. And he goes, if he's there, like, you're like, he's, he's usually there. I'm like, we have to go. I was like, I am a 10-minute bus ride away from this dude, like, possibly seeing him. There's no way I was saying no. Not that it was my call, but I was, I had to put my book. I know. He was actually kind to me for the, for the first time in four years. I was, I, I experienced his love. And then you said no, you, you appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> That's Guys, we have, we, me just giving in. we have a theme this year that I keep telling Costa every day, I love you. And I'm waiting for the response. I have, not, I have yet to get the response, I love you back. Eternity is a long time, dude. You're going to get that back when you leave. Don't. Probably. Don't worry. We It'll love be emotional. I, thank you. We Brendan. love you. I really Brendan, appreciate it. With that segue, why don't you introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Brendan. I'm new. Do you have a last name too? My goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Mock, M-O-C-K. It's kind of hard to understand for some people. What, what's the thing that you've taken away most out of this? My faith, uh, for the NCYC, I have taken so much away from this. I have struggled with my faith a lot through my, throughout my life. And coming to NCYC was a turning point in my faith. I found a whole lot more like deep-rooted faith, a whole lot of people who are very faithful and who know more and I've had different experiences and being able to listen to them and share experiences has been a way to deepen my faith, to look more towards Jesus and to find my way um, as a Catholic and mm-hmm. to mature as a Catholic. Mm-hmm. What, what has it been one standout moment so far? And, and I, I have to say for all of you who are asking these questions, like we're in the midst of it. Sometimes I know for me, uh, my initial reflections are like, Oh, that was good because I can't articulate it. So I, I'm very respectful of the fact that you're in the middle of going through this. It's not like we've been home for a week. But has there been a standout moment? Yeah. And it, well, there's been two, really. There's been two. One of them, the first one was with um, Archbishop Perez and his story and him being called to the altar and being called to do what is right and to make a change in the church, even though that there is doubt and to make a change and to prove what the church is really meant to be. And he is a truly faithful man. Mm. He is an amazing man. And I'm glad that I got to meet him. Another one was last night, Adoration. It was, I was overcome uh, and by the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. There was so much I could, I could, I was crying last night because of Adoration, because I felt so connected to music. And everything that was going on at that time, it was it was overwhelming and I could feel myself deepening my faith and getting closer to God just being there last night. Father Dave and I have talked about this a lot on the podcast. It's that, that personal relationship we're being called mm-hmm. into 
it's it's not a, a set of ideals. We've said this many times of quoting uh, Cardinal Ratzinger, right? It's not a set of ideals or a set of principles. It's a personal relationship. Uh-huh. And um, it sounds like that's what you kind of maybe felt a little bit last night. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Liz, um, uh, like, have you uh, now kind of like going like a full year here and now as a senior um, and, and kind of like making like starting the, the transition here into getting ready and prepared for college. Um, are there certain things that give you hope about like coming to the like uh, NCYC that kind of uh, give you hope for like maybe encountering people next year in a different campus ministry group or? I think last year um, I wasn't like, I was a junior, but like I wasn't thinking about college. I wasn't like thinking about anything like that but like this year because I am moving on to college in a few months it's just like I'm thinking and I want to go to St. John's a Catholic college I want to see if I what I can do there to like maybe set up a trip here even though it's even though it's like teen forwarded or like just come here by myself because it's like once I'm out of college and like seeing you guys I've really like wanted to become like what you guys are like what mr cost and miss mads are um i would like love to do that one day nice. mm. uh that's it's very nice that and and, and that's certainly a, a school like st john's would you know mm-hmm. afford you the opportunity to to do that you know more about the college scene than i do father dave so yeah. i'm thinking of like seek or focus right would be yeah probably yeah something. so yeah seek or focus is like the college college version of of this which is I mean, uh, you know, so awesome. And, uh, you know, Father Sean Magaldi, who's at uh, the chaplain at Stony Brook University, he runs a lot of those uh, trips to seek and focus, you know. So we could get you hooked up with those. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And how awesome would it be if the, the, the church that we're experiencing here, which is real, there's yeah. nothing phony or fake about it, they're just pulling out all the stops. <laughs> if it was like that at home, how mm. the, the churches would be full. I think I might have said the exact same words mm-hmm. last year when we were, we were talking about this. Yeah. You know, yeah. The, yeah. the churches would be full. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. Brendan, let me ask you this question. Like, if we were able to pull off the, like, the, with all the technology and the gifted speakers at St. John the Baptist, what do you think... Uh, do you think the faith dimension of the school would be different? I think there would be a whole lot more people coming for this. There would be a whole lot more uh, faithful people. The, the faith dimension, right now there are some kids who aren't as faithful as some others in the school. And if we were able to do that, uh, like NCYC there at St. John the Baptist, I feel like there would be a change in a lot of people's hearts, like in mine. My, I have felt a tremendous change coming here. This has been an amazing experience coming to NCYC. And I feel like if other people that didn't have the opportunity to do this and come here, if they had that experience in St. John's, I feel like there would be a change in their heart as well. Mm. There will be a change in so many more lives and so much more faithfulness within the school that there will be a growth. I w- See, I would think that there would yeah. be a tremendous growth. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> when you when you meet the person of Jesus, it's hard not to be changed. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And and 
Uh, one of the messages that uh, Pope Francis told, uh, uh, you know, those 12 young people that got commissioned to kind of be liaisons for like the uh, American teenager, uh, he said, don't lose your, don't lose your joy. Uh, we heard that yesterday morning. And I think that's what we experience here, right, at NCYC. And I think it's the joy you know, like that efficacious uh, and being dimensions. together, like yeah, being together. together. Your joy is infecting me, and my joy is affecting you know. So it, it uh, I think it's like that joy that gets really seeped into the heart, uh, which makes it a really positive experience, right? Can yeah. I add something real quick? Sure. When we were talking about bringing, when you were talking about uh, bringing something like this to. Uh, St. John, the Baptist Student, St. John, St. John University, mm-hmm. and bringing it to another school. I really agree with that. I think that there should be more schools that should have events like this, and not just NCYC. Things for people like the poor, fundraisers for helping those in in developing countries, the homeless. There's so many issues that are within the world that we. I think that we should be able to help with. And that we should grow in that. You, you bring out a you bring out a good point. I know they had some speakers. You went to a talk mm-hmm. from uh, food for the poor. Food for the poor yesterday about how they they do drinking water, and that's one thing as a church that we've been fantastic at. You know, uh, it, 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 I think it's the biggest social service organization in the world. You know, when there's a catastrophe that strikes a country, the Catholic Church is already there. They don't have to travel there. Um, And that's bringing the faith around the world as well. It's helping spread it. Right. But where I was going is I I, I think we we have to do a better job as a church of of saying who we are. This this is who we are. This this event here is who we are. And it's such a shame that so many more people can't see it. Because that would then, that that, um, it would be infectious. The joy that you're talking about, Father Mm -hmm. Dave, would then help all the things you're talking about, Brendan. Yeah. You know, it becomes a steamrolling effect, and it would be uh, something that we could we could certainly work on and pray about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any closing thoughts? I just think that NCYC has been an amazing event, and there should be more people that should try, if they have the ability to, to try and experience it for themselves, because it is truly life-changing, this event. I, I think I know the answer to this. Are you going to Indianapolis? Yes, I'm going I next year. <laughs> Okay, so now we. I'm tired of being around you. Go get out of my presence now. Get out of here. Same with me. You're supposed to love me unconditionally, Liz. So are you. You're the priest. Who said that? You guys keep expecting these things from me. All right, thank you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. And we will we'll see everybody on the the next podcast. We have to. We really have to continue the chosen. We've yes. been really bad this year about keeping no, schedules. No, 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 no. You're not blaming us on me. I am. <laughs> I am. The, I, I win the Pulse of the People Award. I know what the people want. And you have been, you have been derailing my opportunity to give the people what they want. Weren't we supposed to go to a, the chosen movie? No, we never said that. Oh. That's in your imagination. They did. They did. Yeah, I remember so here's the that problem. I signed now up he's for that. delusional. We didn't sign up for anything. We didn't. Say <laughs> like the three of you are against me. Right we now. need to hit the pause button now on these two. two. You're the one that's misguiding us every single day. <laughs> my family likes it. Likes me All right, guys. Thank you so much. And, Thanks, guys. Uh, exactly. Take care. Uh, you too. Okay, so everybody, we uh, we have now officially kicked out the kids. <laughs> no, uh, super grateful for them. I love them all, and I'm so grateful that uh, that they've had uh, what you could see as a very comfortable, 
uh, just uh, lighthearted, beautiful experience. Uh, uh, even the ones that have to enter into it, which I'm very appreciative because we've 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 been able to. I don't want to say let our guard down. That's not really the term I'm looking for. But I'm not really worried about where are they and what are they doing. Right. It's always in the back of your head. Exactly, but leading not, groups. They, they have given us no reason to feel that we need to be their bodyguards. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think one of the amazing things about, uh, about this year is that one of the things that you had led in the small group yesterday, uh, that when you asked the question, do you feel comfortable uh, being here, like you could be yourself and let your guard down. And there was just this emphatic yes that was kind of like that really rippled through our entire group. And you could see it. Like nobody's kind of putting up any kind of, um, you know, mask. No. Which is beautiful to see the kids just be kids. This year's dynamic is similar to last year in there. There are students on this trip who um, I'm not surprised. I would have expected they would have signed up. And there are also kids that I didn't know until this trip uh, that have not really been those hanging around campus ministry yeah, for any yeah. reason. So I don't know what draws them. And, and the hope was, to be quite honest, you and I said this last year, the hope that Long Beach, California would be the draw. And if that's the right, draw, right, that's right. fine. If you that's just fine want to get to California and experience it, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, do it with us. But no matter who it was on the trip, they've all contributed. We've had the small groups. I think just about everybody's spoken. Which is shocking to me. Yeah, yeah, and if, it, it, I, I mean, just to, to be able to put that plug out to, uh, if if you're a priest that's listening, if you're a youth minister that's listening, if uh, you are just another student or a parent that's listening, uh, to really consider, uh, you know, trying to get this organized and set up, or in your parishes uh, to to be able to go next year. Uh, when it's when it'll be on a very large, grand scale of twenty to thirty thousand, you know, uh, back in Indianapolis, where they can really have the facilities to to house everybody uh, at Lucas Oil Stadium. Uh, it is, it is a, I think for a young person, a very uh, can be a very life changing experience, uh, and a and a very uh, uh, faith encountering moment. And it, it you're wanting people. more. You want to be around well, these it, people more where you can just be yourself. That's exactly. We want, we want to be seen, we want to be heard, and we just want to be ourselves. Yeah, it is, it is one of those things that, like, they give you so much, and yet at the same time, when, when you're done, you want more of it. You know, like, they do want you leaving more. And I, I mean, that's, I think that's really the Holy Spirit at work. Uh, because it, it's 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 fueling this fire. It's kind of putting like a log on the fire of the soul to to really crave it. And I referenced this earlier in in the podcast. We we've heard a lot of times over the past two days, and I'm, I'm sure we'll hear it tonight when they close with mass. Is that you know, to be a follower of Christ, your life is not going to be perfect, and it's not going to be painless. But you right, have right. the building blocks to to get past that the building yeah. blocks to to have the community around you to get you through those times and i, I just love the sheer honesty of that i, I do they, they and they minced no words with it it it, it, it wasn't uh uh i'm not going to throw any you know kind of uh names out there but like it's it's not prosperity gospel kind of stuff it's it's not it is authentically the the raw truth, truth of yeah. the gospel. Well, Chica was talking about that this morning. Sometimes just bad stuff happens to you. 
Yeah. You know? yeah. And then sometimes we make that, we were talking about this a little bit in the small groups earlier, the devil is insidious. And, right, right. And I, you, I liked how you phrased it with the faculty day of prayer last year. Um, can you say that again? It gets into your what you hold to be the... Yeah, the, and I heard this from uh, a women's podcast, uh, the Blessed Is She podcast, um, that uh, the devil will always point his sword at the place of your greatness, the sword of temptation or the, set, the, the sword of doubt uh, or despair. Uh, he will always place his sword at the place of your greatness. And, and I think uh, for me... Uh, the one one of the things that really hit me very hard uh, today, this morning, was uh, when Jessica when Jessica Cox was giving her talk, and she was the woman that was born with no arms, born with no arms, and had done amazing things. I mean, she's a surfer, scuba diver, uh, uh, drives. I mean, flew flew an airplane. I mean, like just incredible woman gives talks all over the world was on the Ellen show like and uh, she had said something in her talk that I have not heard since my dear spiritual father passed away about a year before I came to St. John the Baptist was that and she said that how we're all unique and, and the struggle we have is unique uh, and that the Lord permits that struggle so that he can, so that he can uh, raise, so that he can, you know, claim a victory in you to be an inspiration for other people. Um, and then she kind of really summed it up with that story where she was really struggling and going through a very difficult time uh, and didn't want to have to deal with the fact that she was, you know, uh, limbless, you know, like uh, had no arms. And she was pumping gas at the at the pump with her yeah, foot. Yeah, that was a great story. And a father came over to her crying because, uh, and he said thank you to her for being an inspiration. He didn't know her. She didn't know him. But his daughter was in the front seat of the car and had just lost a couple of fingers in some kind of an accident. And she was just doing her thing and inspired that girl. And one of the last things that uh, Father Bob Blyman my spiritual father, who I miss dearly, uh, he had said to me uh, about just, uh, you know, my own particular journey of, of struggle. You know, he had said he had said that very same thing. He's like, Jesus is, is permitting this so that he can claim a victory in you and you can be an inspiration to other people. So when we did that prayer service after she spoke, I, I just broke. Yeah. I broke because I could feel, I could feel uh, him, you know, my spiritual father there with me. And I, I miss him so dearly. It's been like, I think he passed away in 2018. So like, to like have that such a real moment of his presence there. Because uh, it's the first time, it's one of the first times that I've, I've heard that said from somebody else. So the moment you're talking about, for those that weren't there, is that we, the, the ministers and, and the parents, anybody, any of the adults in the room of 3,000 yeah. people were called up to the front for a blessing. To be prayed over. Yeah. And I, I found it very emotional, too. It's, it's, I, it's hard to let your guard down because you're, you're, like, we're always on yeah. because we're here and for we're, the safety, first and foremost, the safety of the kids. Right, right. right. And yeah. to, I, I, knowing me, you won't find this to be... Um, 
anything strange. But so we're all all the chaperones are standing in front. I'm thinking, are the kids okay? No. <laughs> yeah. Are they going to run out of the back of the? <laughs> Yeah. It just like becomes this automatic. Any teacher who's listening knows exactly what I'm talking about. It's like it becomes like second nature. But it was it was it was really really emotional. Did you feel so you're thinking about your spiritual director during this? Did you almost feel like a passing of the torch like the 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 maybe not the weight of that but but the joy of that because now you're in that position? Is that one of the things that's crossing your mind? It it is and and it and it was also kind of very emotional to be able to kind of reflect on some of the comments that some people have said to me uh, within recent past and memory of telling me thank you for being an inspiration. Yeah. So when I when I hear that, I I get very emotional because I know that he's wrapped up in that message. Sure. You know. Um, is that your takeaway at this point? We still have a little time to go, but is that your takeaway? For me, yeah. At this point, yeah. And because I, I had the opportunity to. I just for you know being the priest, I, you know everybody's in adoration last night, but I was part of the group of priests that was hearing confessions for two hours. Yeah, and the line just kept coming, and younger people. Like, it was long. It was all I. You could see it was all the way up to the stage from that. It was incredible. It was so beautiful because you know when when we when we have to host stuff at the school, we have to be the initiators. So there is this kind of dimension that you have to force the kids to enter into things, to experience it so that like they can get used to it in one sense. We, don't, we present confession. We don't force it on them. We present it as an option for them. But to be at a situation like this, in, a, in an atmosphere like this, where they were not forced to come on the trip, to come here, and they were not forced to go to confession... And they do it anyway. It's very powerful, whether they're 16 or 35, 45 as the, you know, as their leader, uh, as the, uh, the chaperone or campus minister. Uh, so it, it's very powerful for me to be able to see that because it gives me hope, you know, that, you know, uh, that they care. organically happening in them. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Because essentially I asked every, every kid. I was like, so what's, like, what's bringing you here? Like, what pushed you in here? And they all had various degrees of answers before we even started the confession of, like, it was time. I felt this pull. Um, it's been a while. Um, and they all of their faces lit up when I just said to them, what is beautiful about this confession? And when they couldn't figure it out, I was like, you're here on your own, on your terms. Like, you're doing it. Yeah. It shows that you really ownership, the, the real ownership of your relationship with Christ. You know, um, one of one of our students. He wasn't on the past. He wasn't on the um, on the podcast. Michael and, and both Danielle. She wasn't on either. But they were both talking about last night after adoration uh, and after all of these confessions. There was like a lightness, and and she said, "I remember Danielle just said she felt safe. Yeah, like she felt safe there. Yeah." yeah. Yeah, you can't. You can't but well, if you, you can't manufacture that artificially, exactly. And when you think about it, right? Uh, it, it's one of those spiritual realities that you're trying to place, like you've experienced, and you're trying to put words to it. But like, there was a levity in the room because so much had been let go. Yeah, yeah. Like, the, like when we talk about the burden of like letting the monkey, you know, getting rid of the monkey off your back, or 
you know, like the weight of sin, when it's let go and released into the, you know, the sea of mercy and the confessional, it's gone. Yeah. And so there is this lightness of heart, which is incredible because then you can feel it when it's that many people doing it. It's really the beautiful thing about the sacrament. And I, I have a, um, a love-hate relationship with the sacrament. We were talking to the kids about it because my own pride, I hate. I hate having to go in there. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, and, and last night when it was over, the priest, the final thing he said to me was, thank you. And I'm thinking, like, for what? Mm-hmm. Like, confessing? And it was more just for, like, being in this, for bringing kids. And I was, I was really taken by that. Yeah. You yeah. know, that he was, he was thanking me. And that it, it was also a sign that whatever I had just told him is gone. He's right, not right. thinking about it. Right. You know? And, and you had mentioned something last year that I have not forgotten. Um, when you know, because in, in the in the school we try uh, to get the uh, priest to come in. I try to get my buddies to come in to hear confessions. Um, and and so uh, I remember last year after we kind of kind of put an unofficial tally to how many people went to confession. You had said to me one of the takeaways that I got was that. This large number, the, the three quarters of the percentage of the school went to confession. And all of that brokenness in some way was started the process of healing. Like there was a, a healing to the brokenness that has had occurred throughout the course of the year, which like is so deeply true. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's it's mysterious, and and I don't mean as a throwaway line because we can't explain it. We call it mysterious. Right. I, I think there's validity in that mystery. There's a validity in the feeling of that room earlier today. Yeah. I yeah. think when a, a bunch of us were overcome. Yeah. Um, yeah. And that that validity is is the Holy Spirit, you know, seeking to heal, uh, seeking to mend things. The image of confession and reconciliation that I've used it for years in class, and I, I've not. I don't know a better one. It might be out there. I just don't know it. It's like sinning is like going to the top of a mountain and ripping open a pillow. Um, reconciliation uh, on our own is like trying to then go pick up every feather. But the sacrament mysteriously, you know, does that for us. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's where I think the healing comes from. And I think that's a lot of what our kids were feeling in, in their sense of, of last night, the peace that they felt. So I've heard that word thrown around a few times too. And I think to me post-COVID from the perspective of anybody, but particularly from a teenager, when they say peace, that even means more. Because yeah, the yeah. anxiety in, in, of kids now is off yeah, the yeah. charts because of what they've lived through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I, we've talked about this over and over again, right? And it's worth beating that dead horse, is that where there's peace, there's the presence of God. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they might not be able to articulate that at this point in their life. That's okay. They've experienced it. Yeah, and they'll want more of it and hopefully go to the same place to find it. Right, and and I love how like I love how the atmosphere lends itself to cloaking all of like the ways of peace, like having those deep encounters, but then pulling back from the real intensity of those moments, and you know they're. They, uh, they're trying to get other people's snaps, you know, and, and like they're singing and dancing and goofing with each other. And, you know, uh, it like all of that stuff lends itself to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
This has been good. It was is dawning on me as we're talking here. You and I really don't talk much. It, as we really don't. It, it, these types of conversations are not conversations we have that just privately, only because there's not time in our lives to do that. Right. I mean, I have a family. You are doing a million things at the school it's, in your parish, and um, so it just. And in the course of the day, in the course of the day, it's like. Okay. okay. Did you Did call you this call person for this retreat? Oh, uh, yeah. Can you meet with this kid? It's all can you task just... oriented. It really is. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. this is nice, just to be able to talk about because this is like in my wheelhouse. And what I mean by that is like I enjoy these conversations. Yeah. 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 I don't think I'm particularly have anything to say that's useful, but I do. I do enjoy just like delving into them a little bit. So that's he likes to beat himself up, guys. We had a, we had to come out to Los Angeles to you know have to have a moment. <laughs> <laughs> I will. I, will. I, promise I promise you. you. By the By time, time I leave St. John the Baptist High School, school I will get out of his mouth. I love I you, love Dave. You. I'm waiting I'm for waiting. it. Okay. Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you, guys. And we do, really do hope to get on a more regular schedule, um, you know, maybe after, maybe in December. Yeah, we're, 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 really, we're really trying to work on it, guys. It's guys, been a little crazy, crazy but uh, uh, hang in there, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll cook it up, it up maybe, maybe for uh, – uh, we'll get back on the ball for Advent, which is hopefully the goal, so that we can get back into the rhythm of celebrating the the joy of Christmas with you and, and uh, being with you there. Things to look forward to. Take a look at the Chosen. It's going to be in theaters. I think it's next week. It's coming out. Then it'll be online. I think so. Uh, you could watch it. As I mentioned, the uh, Sarah Kroger band are coming to St. John's in uh, West Islip, New York, on December seventh. It's ten dollars, mm-hmm. and it's not just a concert. She's also and and her husband Dom are going to be talking about. The um, talking about Advent, uh, yeah, talking yeah. about it, and you, I've been preaching. It's, it's like my favorite season, you know, because yeah, yeah. it's really preparing our hearts for the incarnation, the inbreaking of Christ into our into our lives. So, if you're in the area and uh, just you can Google her, she's out, she's all over, and you can hear it. And then, but but hear it like the band is good. And it's not yeah, just. Yeah. She's talented, supremely talented. Yeah. The yeah. band, though, is awesome. I heard them yesterday. Yeah. The, they, they drive They're just cars. amazing. Yeah. yeah. So and so I think, it, I think that could be a good uh, – uh, it, it won't be your kind of like traditional kind of Christmas concert with Christmas music. It's kind of like she mixes in one or two in there, but like it's her own stuff. It's and, her own stuff. And, and so it's all these reflections. And her reflections. Yeah. About Advent and, and waiting for Christ. Yeah, exactly. It's really one of the best things that you can do to get ready for Christmas because yeah. we get caught up in all the other stuff that essentially doesn't mean anything. Yeah. 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 And, and and I get it. There's a, there's a place for it. But like we could get lost in it and – we were super excited to be able to connect with her after uh, actually uh, at her Advent prayer service at, uh, last year at St. William the Abbot. Uh, and so we're grateful that she she kind of took up the mantle here to come with us. A couple of other things, too, um, is that uh, we um, uh, Ave Maria Press has just released uh, a few books uh, uh, Advent Reflection Guides, uh, either from uh, Mark Hart, who is excellent. Uh, we're going to... Uh, hear him about three hours, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll listen to him in about three hours. He's been he's been in the game for about 20 years, 25 years. And he's just not old. He's not sound No, not at all. He's an incredible speaker. He can take the most uh, difficult concepts of the faith and break it down to its simplest form and do it with a lot of humor. 
He was, uh, I, I caught the end of his talk yesterday. He was talking about he was nine and he was the therapist. So he was doing the incense. He was doing the incense and at no mass. No one really told him what to do. He wound up like smacking the priest in the head accidentally. <laughs> he's just incredibly funny. Now he's, you know, he's a husband and father of a number of kids. and Big, you know, big life team guy. Big life team guy. And uh, so he's got a reflection for Advent, which is, uh, I'm really looking, I bought that today. Really looking forward to getting into that. So I don't, I know I don't even have to read that to know that it's going to be awesome. And then Sister Mary Heinlein, um, she's from the Order of the Solemnity of the Holy Trinity, uh, also na- known as SALT, uh, S-O-L-T. Uh, she has a couple of Advent uh, preparation books. Uh, uh, two of those, she's got two books out there for Advent uh, and Mark Hart's. Uh, in those books, they have videos too. Uh, so you can click the link if you go through. If you went to Ave Maria Press. Yeah. If you go through Ave Maria Press to get those, uh, to go order those books, they also will accompany you with the videos to the book. Um, which I think would be very helpful, uh, you know, for any particular Advent prep that you kind of want to get into. Um, also, too, want to throw that plug out there that the St. Andrew Novena, uh, we will be praying it as a school uh, come December. But that St. Andrew's Novena is a novena that you pray on November 28th or November 30th is, uh, I think it's November 30th is St. Andrew's Feast Day. You can Google that. Uh, and that particular prayer is a novena. You pray that 15 times a day with a, a specific prayer intention. I would say spiritual prayer intention for yourself. And it goes all the way to Christmas. And it's just, I've done it a number of years. It's an incredible prayer uh, that is deep. And at the same time, like very reassuring of the, it helps you enter right back into the Christmas uh, theme, the the Advent theme. Where would people find that if they were looking for it? Uh, if you just if you just went online and, and just Googled Saint Andrew's Novena Prayer, uh, it'll it'll come right up. Okay, cool. Uh, and uh, it, and and it all starts on the feast of Saint Andrew. Nice. Nice. Yeah. 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 Well, I think we're going to wrap it up here. We have a lot of equipment to take down. I don't know if you hear all the everything in the background. We're in the second floor, like, public lobby. Downstairs is the main lobby. At the hotel. people in and out. Yeah, this place is sweet. The, there's a, we're in a Marriott right now. And uh, this Marriott, I don't know if you know, the Marriott employees walking by us, like, wondering yeah, yeah. what's going on here. We took one of their tables, so we're going to put everything back the way we found it. So right. We'll probably get kicked out of here at some some point. <laughs> All right, thank you guys for listening so much. If you do like this, if you found it useful, uh, please share it. it. It really does help, and it, it does expand. And, and people are, I think we're all looking for something. And the more we're in, in, in dialogue with each other, uh, we could walk with each other towards that, towards that altar and, and towards that reception of Christ. So the more you can share this, if you find it useful, please do so. Yeah. Oh, and I don't hate kids. Okay. So like, even though I tell them I hate them, I'm only joking. A little bit there. Only joking around with them. I don't hate them either. But I just want to make sure we got that disclaimer out there. All right. God bless, guys. Take care.